0: Your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Psalms 19, 105. You know, the psalmist is very clear that God's word brings light to his immediate situation. It not only makes him aware of where he is at, but it also shows him what lies ahead. So where does this confidence come from? Where does the psalmist get this attitude of knowing, for certainty, that the words of God have the power to do this, make him aware of his situation, and show him what lies ahead? And how can we have this level of understanding? What must we do to receive insight into our current lives, into our spiritual darkness, when we find ourselves stranded, lost, and alone? For thousands of years, humans have used the oil lamp to guide them through the night. It only makes sense to reason that the writers of Scripture would adapt the emotional concept of security that comes from being able to see what might be hiding in the shadows. So throughout Scripture, we often find this idea compared with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is used and often symbolized as oil that fuels a lamp. We see this in the experience of Zechariah and seeing the oil that is lighting the lamp from two olive trees of the temple in heaven. But it's not enough by itself. It's not enough to have the fuel on its own. So what is necessary in order to have this lamp? Well, there's a few elements. First, you have to have the oil. But for that oil, you also need a container for it to reside in. And it's not enough to have just a container. You also need a wick to pull the oil up through a port or to a point where you can ignite a flame and it doesn't cause the entire fuel source to go up all at once. So you need at least these three elements, the fuel, the container, and the wick. If you have just one of these things you don't have a lamp. A wick without a container and fuel is just a piece of string and oil without a container or a wick is just potential energy that is liquid and can spill everywhere. If you ignite it like that you're likely to get burned. And a container without oil or fuel is just an empty vessel. So if the Holy Spirit is the oil What then is the container that holds the oil? In Matthew 25, we're given this parable of 10 virgins who wait for the bridegroom to return. And in preparation of the fact that the bridegroom may come late, they bring with them lamps with oil. Now, at the beginning of this story, All of the bride, or all of these virgins are on the same page. They all have a lamp and are already waiting expectantly to see the bridegroom coming. And so they've prepared by bringing a vessel with oil. But we learn as the story continues that not all of them prepared to wait for the long haul. They expected the bridegroom to come at a time and when they later awoke, realized that their lamps were not sufficiently stocked with oil for them to proceed with the wedding party. But I'm getting a bit ahead of myself. Going back to the beginning of the story, we see that the lamps they are carrying is the oil. Now, if we know that the oil is the Holy Spirit, then we say that these people are members of the church, right? They are the ones to which the Spirit has embodied or filled. So the Holy Spirit has come into these people, and they have been given something through which they receive the oil, and that is the message of Christ's return. This whole parable is an analogy for Christ coming back to earth and taking us up to the wedding feast that is heaven. As the example we were given in this story, many of us today have heard, received, and believed the message that Christ is returning. For us, that's not a question. It's just a matter of when. And this means that we have all been given a portion through this message of the Holy Spirit. We have a lamp that is burning and we wait eagerly for his soon return. Our job is to cherish this message, hold the light and let it shine to this world. Yet while many of us know this to be true, and perhaps we even go around making a living of testifying of Christ's soon return, The parable also gives us an example of falling asleep. You see, we too have read the scripture and taken in the oil the promise of Christ's return by the gift of the Holy Spirit. But more often than not, We find ourselves drawn away by the things of this world. We see our mind taken off of scripture. God, I just don't have time to read your word today because I have a board meeting. I don't have time to sit and pray because I have to get to this location. I don't have time to have devotion with my family, Lord, because I have to go preach and teach and lead a community. But as the weariness of life begins to creep in and Our eyelids grow heavy with the cares of this world. It is easy to forget the one we have been waiting for. And as a result, we find ourselves sleepwalking, going through life without a care in the world, as if this is all one big dream and forgetting the one we are actually waiting for. The story continues, the virgins are suddenly awoken by a call. The bridegroom comes, and they get up, and this is when about half of them realize they are missing this key element that they need to join the wedding party. They are missing the oil. And so in a panic, they say, Quick, give us some of your oil from those who had extra. Extra as in prepared extra, not carrying extra with them. The extra they had is what they now needed to use to get them through the night as they follow the wedding party. And so what they end up being told is, no, if I give you my oil, then I will not have enough. Go and buy from those who sell. So in a rush, they leave. They go off into the darkness, looking for somebody to get oil from. Meanwhile, those who had prepared Stand up and follow the bridegroom. Now, it doesn't say that they immediately entered the feast. And this is the part I think many of us skip. They get up to follow the bridegroom and walk through the night. You see, without warning, each of us is one day faced with a choice. A call, an invitation, arise, my child, and prepare yourself for heaven. Trim your lamp so that it burns bright. For now we must walk through the darkness as we follow the bridegroom into the banquet hall. And yet as we keep our eyes focused on the leader of our party, we also bear the responsibility to help ignite the lamps of those we meet along the way. You see, each of us is called to live a life bound for heaven at different points and times. However, this does not change the fact that without the oil in our lamps, we cannot walk alongside the procession. The lamps we carry guide each one of us on an individual level. Many of us today perhaps are not ready to hear that invitation. And so, as a result, we go through life without oil. Now, perhaps we do try and join ourselves alongside someone that we perceive who has oil but as anybody who's had to bear the emotional struggles of somebody else would know you can't do this forever you can't rely on the spiritual well-being and insight the light of another person to guide you through life in the same way we can't get into heaven on the merits of those who've come before us or those who are around us. It doesn't matter if you're brother, sister, mother, father, best friend, family member, whoever, pastor, leader, teacher, none of them are able to get you into heaven unless you have accepted the invitation for yourself. And acceptance of that invitation then means you are given the oil. And once you have that light, It becomes your responsibility to guard the flame, to be responsible enough. When people come to you seeking oil, you can help them out. You can help ignite their flame. But the oil can only be received from the one source that can give it, and that is God alone. You see, God is looking for containers to fill with oil. So then, what is the wick? If we are the container and the Holy Spirit is the oil, what is God using to sustain the flame? Well, I would suggest that this is the Scriptures. And when you have these three things combined, a willing heart that accepts the message of Christ, a source of oil that is the gift of the Holy Spirit, and the Scriptures to soak up and draw upon that gift of oil, See, Jesus is the spark that ignites the flame of the Holy Spirit within us. And as we read the scripture, we are led to greater insight through our study of God's word. This serves as a wick, funneling the oil that feeds the flame of our hearts. And that then allows the light to shine brightly so that others might see the glory of God. Isaiah 26 verse 9 says, With my soul I have desired you in the night. Yes, by my spirit within me I will seek you early. For when your judgments are in the earth, the inhabitants of the world will learn righteousness. This flame that we carry to guide us through the night is a flame that burns within our spirits. It's a flame that burns within us, and the time to receive the oil is early in the morning. Let God be the first thoughts in our mind, so that throughout the day our light will not go out. Because it is our responsibility when we hear the call, behold, the bridegroom comes. Our job is to get up and walk through the night as we keep our eyes focused on Christ and bear our lamps, a living, burning testimony to all those who still wander in the dark, so that they too may come and have the choice to join us before we go into the wedding feast or to stay here in darkness, because at a certain point, the doors will be closed And anybody who shows up afterwards asking to be let in will have missed their opportunity. In fact, the bridegroom himself will come out and with sorrowing eyes say, I do not know you. Depart from me. If this is your desire, if you want to take up the mantle of responsibility to bear your flame, and feed it with the oil of the Holy Spirit that is absorbed through the scriptures, then I invite you to pray with me. Lord God, I need you. I am lost in this dark world without you. I see how your word can help to light my feet so that I will not only no longer stand in darkness, but that I would have some view of the path that lies ahead even if it's only the next step father i pray the prayer of the psalmist that your word would be a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path i choose this day to follow christ through the night for i know he is heading toward the wedding feast and i want to be a part of that direct my steps dear lord and use me where you see fit to help Share the flame and light the lamps of all those I meet along the way. Give us, O Lord, this day your Holy Spirit. We ask in Jesus' name. Amen. listening to this week's episode here at Eden's Conflict. We are on a mission to transform the way you think about Scripture. If you've been blessed by this podcast and would like to learn more about our other shareable resources, visit us on the web at www.edensconflict.com. Are you looking for a fun after-church activity? Why not invite Eden's Conflict to demo our latest game with your church group? For availability and questions, you can message us directly through our Instagram page or send an email to info at edensconflict.com.